Repeating from the Chaitanya Bhagavad, chapter 3, text 313. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Sena Akarshana Mana Sri Chaitanya Dev Eho ki Ishvara vine anyera sambhave. Such was the attraction of Lord Sri Chaitanya. Is such attraction possible for anyone other than the Supreme Lord? Omigana timarandasya kananjana shalakaya. Taksur Unmalitamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Manobishtam Tapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vancha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo namo namah. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadha Sivasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare so, greetings from the Jagannath Healing House. So, we're following the journey of Sri Chaitanya, and he was in Puri, and now he wants to go to Vrindavan. And uh, it's more of a mode of goodness lifestyle. This pilgrimage means walking. In the second canto, um, in the second canto, it gets those verses about how the body is has no utility if it doesn't serve God, and it gives the different senses and says, "What's the use of the?" What's the use of the walking capacity unless it goes to pilgrimage? Of course, at this particular time, anytime I say something like pilgrimage, I remember the opulence of Vrindavan um, and that walking to the temple using the walking capacity to visit the deities. Um, and what bhakti means is that we think of Krishna prophet, and that's mentioned in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. The main principle is we should think of Krishna and never forget him. And everything else fits under those rules. We have rules to remember Krishna. 
just like there's a concept that's mentioned in the in the bhakti sandarbha ajata ruchi raganuga bhakti so raganuga bhakti begins <clears throat> with ruchi it begins with a real deep taste within our heart a spontaneous taste to serve krishna and when that happens it reflects our our relationship with krishna there's nothing that connects us more with the holy name it's nothing that connects us more with the bhagavatam it's nothing that connects us more with the devotees than sambanda and, and sambanda means um a a relationship with god so above nishta is ruchi so how can you have ajata ruchi raganuga bhakti ajata means not born ruchi raganuga bhakti so how can you have raganuga bhakti when you need ruchi when it says ajata ruchi so it means when you have that conception you have that desire there's some taste in you then ajata ruchi raganuga bhakti means you keep that aspiration or goal but you're not yet at the level to just go beyond the rules and regulations you keep yourself under the vidhi under the rules because you're not spontaneous but you have that that desire and the example that was given by by jiva goswami is one is chanting his gayatri mantra and there's a gopal gayatri mantra and you meditate on krishna blowing the flute at at bamsi but and and you have that aspiration for that so the real thing is remembrance and everything is focused on remembrance the rules are focused on remembrance not following the rules is focused on remembrance that's why there's niyama agraha and there's niyama agraha niyama agraha means too much affection for the rules how can there be too much affection for the rules when the following of a rule lessens your thinking of krishna and how can there be too little affection for the rules when you are not following the rules lessens your thoughts of krishna that's that's the guide and the walking the, the walking tendency the walking tendency it's engaged in remembrance of krishna is when you're going to the temple and then you're in the mood of akura when akura was coming to vrindavan he was walking to he was on his chariot but what was his mood his mood it was mind manorata manorata what was the real chariot the real chariot was mano it was his mind his rata was his mind so pilgrimage means it begins with the mind i know i was dreaming today awake i was dreaming today getting into the airport and my driver of 40 years same person picks me up and he's respected as a as a bridge bossy even by the families if i go visit these families in delhi they invite him up and they feed him they respect him as a bridge bossy but i know as soon as i get in that car i'm engaged in pilgrimage today i will go to vrindavan today 
Akura, today I will see the Lord of my life. So this is the pilgrimage. So Lord Chaitanya is on a pilgrimage. And generally, the pilgrimage, it connects you with different dham and you have different tastes. Just like we like food, they may all be great. By the way, today I'm, Parmananda is taking me to the Krishna kitchen, this form of the house here for their plans. Um, so, if they have different food, you know, it's not they're all the same. One day I like this, one day I like that. It's your desires. It doesn't, it doesn't cover your bhakti. You just have different tastes. And a devotee may feel like, I want to go to Mayapur, I want to go to Vrindavan, I want to go to Jagannath Puri, I want to visit the holy places. And that's what's so great about Vrindavan in India. Every, there's 500 villages in Vrindavan established by Krishna's great grandson, Rajanaba and each commemorate a pastime with Krishna. And there's so many holy places. I, I, I went traveling in Uttar Pradesh and I went to this place, Farukabad, and I found out it was Panchaldesh, the place where Draupadi had her swayambar. And then we went to the perfume capital of India where they make all the rose water and things. Kanauj, I found that it was Kanjakubja, the place of Ajamil, the place of, of, of Chanakya Pandit. So every place. I remember one amazing story in terms of pilgrimages. A teacher who worked for me, he went on the, his day off, he went to the British Council Library. And he met this, this Brahmin and this Brahmin gave him his card and he was the principal of the Indian Military Academy. That's the West Point of India. And you know, you can have a third world country, you can't have a third world military. And the Indian military is one of the strongest in the world. And the people who are the, the heads of the Indian Military Academy, they're high class Brahmins and Kshatriyas so somehow I get this invitation to go up. So I go up to this place called Dardoon. It's it's a fame, it's in the mountains, a famous kind of resort area, the best schools. The Dune School is famous. Rajiv Gandhi went there and the best schools in India, you know, the boarding schools. And uh, so I, I, I went up and then I got to the gate and it was like a call, you know, they don't let anybody into the Indian Military Academy, a very sophisticated institution. And then I get a military Jeep and it, it takes me to the bungalow of the principal. And it overlooks the Himalayas, it's very beautiful. And he meets me and, you know, I kind of preach to him. And uh, he retires and, and joins this guy. <laughs> he didn't stay that long. But when I was there, he said, do you want to meet Colonel Balsara? He's the, he's the commander of training all our soldiers. 
And I said, sure. So he calls his neighbor and, and Colonel Balsara comes off. And this guy is a Kshatriya. If he said charge, I probably would have followed him. He was so, and he said, would you like to hear, would you like to hear, would you like to hear the sound and light show of our you know, 50th you know, commemoration of the founding of the Indian Military Academy? I said, sure. So he brings out the tape. And the first thing, the first thing in the tape says, Arjuna pierced the eye of the fish. I said, what's this? He said, well, Der Dune, Der means place. I know that, I know that much Indian. Der Dune means Dronacharya. It was the place of Dronacharya. And so how did the Indian military academy wound up there? Because when they had to train the troops, you can't do it in the deserts of Rajasthan. You have to have a climate. So they, they went to the, a temperate climate. It's on the foothills of the Himalayas. And coincidentally, it's the place of Dronacharya's ashram. So every place in India, it, it, it's connected. I went to Kurukshetra, Brahma Sarovara, where Radharani met Krishna for the first time after 96 years. So all these places are there. So that concept of, 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 of pilgrimage. So Lord Chaitanya, somehow he's in Puri, but now he wants to go to Mayapur, go to uh, Navadweep. And on the way he stops, because and you're walking, and, and Puri Jampu made such a good point that previously when you do pilgrimage, you would walk and your mind would get there before your body. And today we fly by the plane <laughs> and our body gets there before the mind. So it was so sattvic and Lord Chaitanya, so he, he stays at this place, Vidya Vichaspati, who's the brother-in-law of Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. And from his name, Vidya Vichaspati, he's also a great scholar in this great Brahmin family. But when you really know the Shastra, you follow it. So, so the, one of the main aspects of Dharma, one of the main aspects of Dharma is, is hosting sadhus. The sadhus would travel around India. It's like in India, you know, you want, you, you want to go and chant Hare Krishna for the rest of your life in Radhakund, they'll give you a little room. Well, how will you eat? You'll walk around and you'll you'll go to as you walk around Govardhan, you'll go to different houses of Brahmins whose families have been cooking for the for the sadhus for hundreds and hundreds of years. I have one, I'm close with one of those people. He invites me. And you just go to their house and you say, Rod, hey, Rod, hey, and they give you a few chapatis. You walk around, and by the time you walk around, as you finish, you have a stock, stack of chapatis and, and this. Dharmasya yapavargasya is a verse in the Bhagavatam that Dharma is meant for liberation. And how does the commentaries explain that? Because if you're dharmic, you will respect sadhus. The guest is a titi bhagavan, the guest is God. This would be your mood. So 
in that mood, how does it lead to liberation? Because you'll serve Mahat Sevam Dvora Mahur Vimuktes, you'll serve a Mahatma. So the culture just leads to that. You can see that when we visit the Ravals, how it's in their DNA. So Vidya Vichaspati, he, wel he welcomes Lord Chaitanya. He's so grateful that Lord Chaitanya is there. Lord Chaitanya sees his mood and then asks him, I, I need to go to Vrindavan. So you have to help me go to Vrindavan. And then it's described that it becomes known that he's here and that Lord Chaitanya is self-effulgent. And then it describes the word gets out and everybody is coming to see a sadhu. I remember there's this one young kid or something in Nepal or someplace, and he started to meditate, and he never left that place, apparently. And he was just meditating, and he never left that place. You know, people would check in as he, yeah. As I went in South India, I used to, I traveled in South India, and we went to see all these godmen. And we saw one god man, he greeted us, and it was like a little bit of a jungle. He had like a straw hut. You go out the back door, then you see his house. <laughs> so you got to check these sadhus. This sadhu is there. You know, this guy, sit there. And practically half of India was coming there. Or there, there was this... Um, this guy in a village that said he can cure COVID. The government had to stop people from coming. It get you India, it's like that. And, and and you know, they really believe they have faith in, in so many things like this. So Lord Chaitanya is coming and he's attractive. And now it's described so many, so many people are coming. It's described millions of people are coming. And they're coming in boats and they're coming. And such is the attraction of Sri Chaitanya. And what does God mean if not Krishna? Krishna means all attractive. That's the force of the universe described in the Upanishads, Rasa Vai Saha. He is Rasa. He is that love, that attraction. And we know that, we know that love makes the world go round. We are looking in. The main thing we do, we may, we may do anything. We may go for fame, we may accumulate money, et cetera. But ultimately, we're connecting everything to relationship. Because that we know that, that satisfaction means satisfaction of the heart and satisfaction of the heart means the relationships we have that attraction in the heart. And that's the, that's the real essence of bhakti. We may get a taste, we may have an electrical, uh, 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 we may have a intellectual understanding, but ultimately, ultimately, we have to come to a, a feeling in the heart, which is of sambandha, which is some kind of relationship with God, that we feel in our spiritual practices, some type of, of, of relationship with the deity, with the devotees, with the Bhagavatam, 
with the holy name. There's an attraction. It's just like a magnet. If dust is covering the magnet, it doesn't attract things. So our attractiveness, our connection gets covered by our, our anarthas and our offenses. But here, it's the Supreme Lord. He's shining. So all these people are coming. Now, now and they want it because this is the Indian culture. They want it. They want, they, they, there's certain things they understand that are very powerful. Like they understand the power of blessings. There's a power of blessings. So in this way, everyone crossed the Ganges and grabbed hold of Vidya Vachaspati's feet. When you want to beg, when you want something that you can't get, that you can't earn, you have to beg and you have to take the humble, that's the humble position. And you realize that the humble position attracts mercy. So sometimes if you really want something that they say the straw between your teeth or you, you hold on to a person's feet. So what do they want? They, the the Vijib Bichaspati is hosting Lord Chaitanya. They want to get his blessings. They want to meet the sadhu. It's so natural. It's more rasa today than tattva. You gotta appreciate the rasa. You are most pious and fortunate. Lord Chaitanya has come to your house. Parama Sukriti Tumi Maha Bhagavan. Gare Ila Chaitanya Bhagavan. Chaitanya, who is Bhagavan, he has come to your house and therefore Parama Sukriti. You are most fortunate. Sukriti. Kriti to do good. It means pious activities are activities. You have Sukriti means you did something that will cause you good now. And therefore you have this and therefore you have that. It is your Sukriti. And Sukriti means also to do good now. It, you've done Sukriti. <laughs> it's not just the result, but you've done Sukriti. This will lead you to good. This will lead you to good. This is another thing that Indians understand. They want to get Sukriti. So they do certain things that give them credit. So what did you do to get God to your house? You are Parama Sukriti. What can be, what can be more pious? You know, I'm thinking my parents, I'm thinking of their Sukriti because my mother and father came to Vrindavan. I'm just shocked when I think of it. They came to Vrindavan before there were Western toilets, before there was sweet water, before there was heat in the building, it was the middle of the winter. And somehow or other, 
I, I even brought them into the temple to see the deities. And I remember my mother just couldn't take her eyes off of that chandelier because it was hanging from the ceiling. They have these beautiful chandeliers. But Sukriti, some Sukriti, somehow, we don't actually appreciate our Sukriti. Because if you look at the lifetime of Lord Brahma, and you know that Krishna appears once, once in a day of Lord Brahma, if you calculate that time, and then you calculate the time that we are born in our present bodies, it's practically within the same minutes that Lord Chaitanya appeared. Because it, it, what is a day of Lord Brahma? It's a thousand yuga cycles. A thousand times 4,300,000. And we calculate that, and we're appearing 500 years after Lord Chaitanya. So, and, and, and when does Lord Chaitanya, when does Lord Chaitanya appear? He appears like Krishna in the seventh manvatar. There's 14 manvatars, kings. So that thousand yuga cycles of 4,300,000 is a yuga cycle. If you divide them into 14, Um, no, you divide that into, uh, I'm forgetting the math now, but, oh yeah, there, there's 14 Manus in a day of Lord Brahma. So each Manu lives 72 Yuga cycles because 14 times 72 is a thousand. So Manu, Lord Krishna and Lord Chaitanya appear in Vaivashvata Manu, who's the seventh Manu, in the 28th millennium. So there's 72 millenniums or yuga cycles. So this 28, 72, it's a little bit less than half. So it means it's about 1130 that Krishna appeared and, and, and Lord Chaitanya appeared and then we appear. So we have some Sukriti. And, the, and, and Kali Yuga has a very, very unusual Sukriti. Because it, it, Kali Yuga creates a certain type of humility that allows you to appreciate Kirtan. Where the Sukriti and Satya Yuga, people had so much austerity. And I've seen this. That something that's sentimental doesn't attract them spiritually. I seen this once. I, I was dealing with a a a, uh, a Sanskrit professor. He was the devotee. I was dealing with a Sanskrit professor, but you know, he he was like, you know, he came to me. We had some relationship, and, and he said, like, he said, I got this book, Vishnu Darshanam. It's how you can get darshan of Vishnu. So he went to the Bihar school of yoga <laughs> to learn yoga. And then he was going to go to the Himalayas and meditate in a particular thing. That's what he was attracted to. And he was in Vrindavan. So kirtan sometimes looks sentimental. You know, if you're really into like a spiritual process and you're a gani and, and you, you know, you know, or steric, then kirtan 
to somehow or other in this age, because really we're not qualified in so many ways, then that process, which is, I'm actually gonna write one Monday morning greeting on this because it's very interesting. The process is simple, the application is difficult. The process is simple, anyone can do it, but the application is difficult. Wow. Because the greatest austerity is to give up the false ego because it's the thing we're most attached to. And, and the very premise of bhakti, the very premise of bhakti is that you have to be happy that there's something much greater than yourself. I remember one of my friends went to a sadhu and the sadhu gave him advice. What the sadhu said is, don't think that you're better than everyone or anyone. So, therefore, who can estimate your good fortune now, please deliver us. So this simple thing, I opened my door, the simple thing. I opened my door, I respected someone. Baba Kupe Patita Papishta Ami Sab Eka Grame Najanila Tana Anubab. We are sinful and have fallen the well of material existence. Even though we live in the same village, we do not understand your glories. And they're talking to Vidya Vichaspati. Who are you that this person has come? That's what they're thinking. We didn't know. We didn't know who you are. Because who, and, and had his Vidya Vichaspati, at least on the external level, because he is the Vidya Vichaspati, he is the brother-in-law of Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, which also says something. It, it, the, the, the relatives of a Vaishnava, it's a very exalted position. And I just remember that another story, I may have told it, but I, I stayed in this place called Satsrup Marge's house somehow. And it was a little bit, it was on the other side of the college across from Krishna Balaramandir. So it was in this new, you know, and this house was built and I had a room on the top and I walked out of the house and then I saw Dr. Fakir Mohan and he was looking to see Parthasarthi Goswami because even though he was so exalted, he would so much respect Iskand Sanyasis. <laughs> he was so exalted. He said, I want to see Parthasarthi Goswami. He said he, he's in Bhakti Chaitanya's house which is so interesting. None of these sannyasis ever stayed in these houses, but because they had them built, they had their names attached, you know, it was Tamal Krishnamarja's house, Bhakti Chaitanya's house. So I said, I know where it is. He said, let's go. And then we go and we see Parthasartha Goswami and he's, he's staying in a particular place. And then Dr. Fakir Mohan comes in 
And Parthasarthi asked him, can you sing Mangala Gita? And Dr. Fakir Mohan was a, a, a Sangeet Acharya. I mean, his voice. When I was in Tota Gopinath with him, and he was singing Gopinath, that song. So he starts singing Mangala Gita, which is an Aryan song, which is explaining the feelings of Radharani and the gopis when a crew is taking Krishna from Vrindavan. And then he starts like singing it, like in this powerful, like devotional way. And then Parthasarthi says, you know, I really yeah, it's so honored you're coming, but my parents, uh, my, my mother has come, my sister has come, my brother has come, and my aunt has come. And I left home when my sister was six years old, you know, and like, and then I said, I told this story before, but it's so relevant. He walks in, he walks in, and Parthasarthi's mother comes out. Parthasarthi's father was in the little uppity English Royal Air Force, and the mother was kind of distinguished kind of looking, I remember. Not made up, but just with gray hair, but very stately. And Dr. Fakir Mohan pays his dandavats. And then Parthasarthi is like, what's going on? The mother's looking, what's going on? And then Parthasarthi has to explain, this is what it is, it's Dr. Fakir Mohan. He's the, he's the chairman of the Department of Sanskrit in Ukal University. He's a Baba Bhakti, the highest level of devotion. He's a Sangeet Acharya. He's a Naishtika Brahmachari. He's a... And then Dr. Fakir Mohan said, this is our culture. This is our culture. He said, no, he said, I, we feel it. And then he starts quoting from the Bhagavatam that with Pallad Maharaj, you know, that 14 generations are, are liberated if some of you got, and he said, if those 14, then 14 from each of these are liberated, then he got into this whole rasa and 14 from these and it's rasa. It's also tattva, there's some benefit. So now they're saying, how is, how are you so fortunate like this? And, and, and therefore, Bhava Kupe Patita Patishta, Papishta, Patisha means sinful. Patita, fallen, we're fallen, we're sinful. In the Bhava Kupe, Anda Kupan means a blind well. It's a famous term. And Bhava Kupe, this is not Bhava, this is Bhava. Bhava Kupe. It's the well of material existence. We have fallen in the well of material existence. And, but Ekagrama in the same village, in the same village, Najali, we live with you. And therefore we did not understand your glories, how you're so fortunate. Now, please show us his lotus feet, then the lives of a sinner will be successful. Please show it, then, then this will be our, our success. And this is also culture, a culture to respect sadhus. You know, when I, when I go to Krishna kitchen, I, I'll see uh, Haridas, the son of Maya Chandra. So, um, 
you see the culture of the sun because of the parents, the culture of the sun. They go to the restaurant. We never can pay. It doesn't care who we bring. We can never pay because he, he has that scar. He has that impression when he's young from, the, from his parents that sadhus are important and we should respect them and, and, and blessings and these things. On hearing the people's pathetic appeals, dekia seeing, lokira other people, arti their pathetic appeals. Vidya vichaspiti shantoshe rodana. He he cried. The, the, the Brahmin rodana. He cried out. The mahamati. Mati means mind or consciousness, just like you define bhakti as Krishna bhakti, Krishna bhakti rasa bhavato mati, or matir na krishna parato svabhava. Matir means a mind. Maha mati. So it's always mentioned. Maha, maha mana, maha mati. So what is the great mind? The great mind because he opened his heart and he attracted the Supreme Lord to stay with him. And therefore, when he heard their appeals, look at his heart, he cried out in affection because he saw their sincerity. And he led everyone to his house and millions of people began to chant the holy name. So now they're all going by kirtan. They have to ask this permission. The name Hari was the only sound that came from everyone's mouth. They neither spoke nor heard everything else. It's just, we can imagine 500 years ago, the simple people and how they become affected. And whether they understood Vaishnav Tattva or not, they understood that someone is exalted is here. And they understood Kirtan and the names of Lord Hari and chant God's names. Lord Gorsunda is an ocean of mercy. Karuna Sarga, Prabhu Sri Gorasunda, Shabha Udharite, Poyachena, and he invented advent, to deliver, deliver everyone. When the Lord heard the vibration of the name of Ari, he was greatly pleased. Feeling obliged by the people's good fortune, he came out of the house. So that's actually, it's kind of, a template for the platform of bhakti. Lord Chaitanya didn't have to come out of the house, but they attracted him to come out of the house by their pathetic appeals, their strong desire in the house, which actually invoked a feeling of kirtan. And therefore the Lord was attracted, why? Because the Lord's attracted to his own shakti. Nam nam akari mahuda nijasarva shaktis. The holy names have nijasarva, they have all his potency. And what's the pleasure of God? The pleasure of God is his shakti. <laughs> there's shakti man and shakti. There's God, there's the possessor of potency and the potency. There's the rose, and then there's the color and the fragrance of the rose. 
That's why without Radha, it's not really the absolute truth. It has to be Radha and Krishna. It has to be the Shakti and Shakti Man. And the Shakti is to please. So the holy name, it pleases God because it is his Shakti. So that Shakti attracted God to come out. When the Lord heard the vibration of the holy name, he was greatly pleased. Feeling, I read that. How sweetly enchanting was the Lord's form. His form can be compared only with his own form. So his form, it, it, it's God is made out of love and therefore his manifestations of his qualities are meant to please. So God is attractive to draw out love with people because that's the way the world works. So he's attractive. It's, it's his intention to please and to exchange love because that's the ultimate reality. So his form manifests and his form is supremely attractive. And, and, and what does it attract? It attracts his own loving potency of bhakti, which he has put in the hearts of his devotees, which energizes their own seed of devotion. It becomes amplified and it becomes attractive. So this is rasa, because right now we're seeing these people want to see the Lord and they come by Kirtan and he comes out and then they see his form. And it's so beautiful to see his form. His lotus face was always pleasing. Tears of love flowed from his lotus eyes. The devotees had smeared sandalwood paste on the Lord's body. His chest was adorned with a flower garland. And he walked like the king of the elephants, right? In Mayapur, when, you, when they have the uh, elephant procession, you walk by, the elephant has some kind of, something they took, like they describe it to walking like a lion. A lion is like real confident. You know, it's, it's some kind of rhythm, you know, like, like some kind, I, I guess, you know, I'm not a big guy for nature myself. My samskar is, is not for the country. I'm trying to envision, but the some kind of noble thing. And the Lord raised his two hands and roared like a lion as he chanted the holy name. So he reciprocated. Ajunu Lambita Bujo. He has long arms. It's one of the symptoms of a, of a Mahapurush, the, the physiognomy, his long arms. Ajinu Lambito Bujo, Kanika Bitaro. He's golden. Sankirtanaika Pitaro. He's the father of Sankirtan. Kamalaya Taksho. And he has lotus eyes. Vishvambaro. Vijavaravaro, Vishrambaro, he is the maintainer of the, the universe. One of the Gore Gayatris that you get, 
and second initiation is um, is you meditate on Lord Chaitanya as Vishvambara, Vishvambara. Vishvambara, again, the same word. Bara means the world, Vishvam, the whole world, the maintainer of the whole world. But the real maintainer of the whole world, the real essence of the maintainer of the whole world is that your heart is maintained. That's the most, that, that's, that's the greatest shelter. When we say that Krishna is the greatest shelter, Sharanagati, we go for shelter for Krishna. But what is that shelter? That he feeds us? That he protects our body? No, it's the consciousness. It's where our heart and happiness is therefore satisfied is in relationship with Krishna. So same thing with Lord Chaitanya, what he's really maintaining is not just the universe. Of course, he's God, he maintains the universe, but he can maintain the thing that's most precious to us, which is the condition of our heart. And if the heart is not maintained, it's poverty. It doesn't matter how much money you have. You can just see there's so much talk about mental illness. And it doesn't have to do with any material opulence. It doesn't cure the mind. What cures the mind is connection in relationship that actually gives us meaning in life. On a, a, on, on a basic material platform, it's essential. And ultimately it has to be on the eternal platform. Otherwise it'll be filled with duality because that which we have relationship with is temporary. So somehow that has to be ultimately connected with the eternal. When people in all directions saw the Lord, they joyfully chanted, danced, and also chanted the name of Hari. They offered obeisances by falling flat on the ground. They became absorbed in ecstasy as they chanted the name of Hari. Everyone raised their two arms and prayed, O oh Lord, please deliver all of us sinners. The Lord slightly smiled as he looked at everyone and blessed them with the words. May your mind be fixed on Krishna. Because when you have that consciousness for the mind to be fixed on Krishna, it's not just a vision, it's a feeling. And it's a feeling of, of, of actually the core of your heart. It's a feeling of the utmost satisfaction. So that's the benediction of God. Can you have this connection? Can you actually, you, you can think of Krishna. But to think of Krishna, you must have that desire and feeling for Krishna. So really he's saying, may you have a connection and feeling with God. And the symptom of that is you'll always be thinking of him. That's the greatest benediction. Bala Krishna, Bhajra Krishna, Suna Krishna Nam, Krishna Hoi, Sabara, Jiva, Dana Pran. This is his benediction. Chant the name of Krishna, worship Krishna, and hear the names of Krishna. May Krishna become your life, 
wealth, and soul. On hearing the Lord's benediction, everyone chanted the name of Ari. They then repeatedly appealed to the Lord with humility. You have appeared in a covered form from the womb of Sachi and Navadri to deliver the entire world. Yet we were so sinful that we could not recognize you. We thus fell in the dark well and ruined ourselves. You're an ocean of mercy and the benefactor of all. Please be merciful on us so that we may not forget you. In this way, people offered prayers from all directions. Such are the pastimes of Lord Garunga. But it continues with its interaction with the people. But we can stop now. Jamunajaya, what point did you appreciate today? All right, Krishna Raj, thank you for class. Hey, everybody. I really uh, appreciated the part about the Sukriti of being born in Kali Yuga. Um, it's such a different way of thinking about it. Normally we're like, oh, Kali Yuga, Kali Yuga. But that, that point of that Kali Yuga gives us the humility to appreciate Kirtan. And then you went on um, to say about how when they were doing Kirtan outside of Lord Chaitanya's house, he was drawn by the Shakti of it. He was drawn to his own energy. So. Again, it points to what a, an advantage we have, that we have this ability to appreciate um, Sankirtan movement. Um, and that is actually Kali Yuga is being born in Kali Yuga in this, as you, I love when you said that we're born in the same minute <laughs> as Lord Chaitanya is such a shikriti because normally we don't think of it that way. So I really appreciated that point. Thank you, Maharaj. Yeah, Jamuna Jaya, I'm a hopeless optimist. I even, <laughs> see, I, I, I even see good in Kali Yuga. <laughs> Me too, Marish. <laughs> Me too. You more than anyone. But okay. Anybody <laughs> else like like to say hello? Gail. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Thank you. Yes, I um I I I really, really appreciate it when you were saying that um <clears throat> You know, our maintenance is really the maintenance of our heart. You know, I mean, that was, that struck gold for me today. And, um, and, and, you know, lately you've been saying a lot, and I've really been getting into the fact that, you know, like seeing Krishna is not just a vision. It's, it's a feeling in your heart. And, and it makes, you know, that concept makes sense of, the whole rest of our philosophy, you know, why we always want to remember Krishna is because of we, we always want to be in that feeling. So these are the things that, you know, I really love today. I once, once read a book, I once read a book on called The Nectarian Glories of the Holy Name. And it was written by a great, scholar in Sadak and Vrindavan, somehow it was translated into English. And he said one thing there, and it was very kind of supportive of the type of Prabhupada, Prabhupada's approach to Raganuga Bhakti, because it was all on, on the name being the most important thing. He gave incredible verses, how the name is, 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 is so important. 
And he said one thing that was interesting. He said, more important than thoughts of Krishna are feelings for Krishna. Mm -hmm. Yep. In our chanting. You know, we can think like, oh, let me remember Krishna's pastimes. But let Mm -hmm. us remember our heart and our feelings of devotion. And and that's just as important. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? (laughs) Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Anybody else? Hey, Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Great class. Okay, Tota. Haribo. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Thanks Maharaj. for the great class. My, Thank you. My my day is made. That's oh, all. that's very kind of you. Thank you very much, Maharaj. Anybody else? <laughs> Hare Krishna, Gurmaraj, Lalgavinda. And Brother, Hare Krishna. Thank you for a great Haribo. class. Haribo. Haribo. <laughs> Good to see you all. Okay, great. Haribo. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna, Maharaj, it's Gloria. Thank you for class. Hey, see, Gloria, I'll see you very soon. Yeah, Maharaj. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna, Gurmaraj, thank you. Okay, Haribo. Haribo, thank you so much. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Krishna Premi, still yeah, in Mayapur, huh? Yes, right. Um, I really appreciate what you said that the pilgrimage um, should begin with mind. You said nowadays um, our body is there, but our mind is not there. So I remind myself I'm in mile four and uh, my mind should be, always be here in the real down. So thank you for reminding wow. me. Wow. Wow. And, and, and somehow or other, you can't buy a ticket outside of Mayapur. Yeah. I don't know what the kind of arrangement is that. <laughs> well, it's so interesting because you can't go to Israel. And Radha Charan can't go to China. So yeah. Australia. So, you mean Australia? What what yeah, whatever it is, you can't get out. Right. You're stuck there. You can't get a visa for Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna head out now. Okay. Hi okay. Krishna.